the pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. It is us. We're back. I'm Jasmine. That is Zach. Jack. And uh, we're back. This is the Spitting Nonsense Podcast, where we talk about whatever we want to, whenever we want to do it. But also, we like to include a little bit of news uh, to keep you guys a little bit in the loop, informed about things that we like to talk about. Yes. So, starting right up at the top, it's uh, we're coming up on a busy Christmas and yeah, New Year's guess- season. So we'll call this um, the Crim Chris Holidays episode. What? The Crim Chris? Crim Chris Holidays episode. Crim Chris Holiday <laughs> episode. That we didn't even finish the word episode. It was Krim, just Crim Chris. Crim Chris. Crim Chris Holiday. Chris ha- holiday episode. Episode. <laughs> crispy holiday. It's crispy cri- holiday. It's the crispy holiday episode. Welcome, F. Uh, Scott. <laughs> the crispy holiday act, Scott. <laughs> uh, we sound like we're having a seizure. Uh, um, yeah, so right off the top, uh, like I said, busy Christmas season. It's coming up. Things are getting pushed out of the way, yeah, pushed two, around. Two weeks till the end of the year, roughly. A little less than two weeks, actually. Yeah. Um, I already have my prediction made up for 2024. I always have a prediction at the end of the New Year's, whenever we do whatever we do, and, uh, oh boy, um, I'll have it next week, uh, is what I'll say, I'll tell, I'll say it on the pod next week, because I think next week, whatever, we'll just do something special, I'm not entirely sure, we'll, we, we usually do something like that, but, who yeah, knows? Yeah, for New Year's. Who knows, who knows. Who knows, um, I uh, think Christmas is on the Monday. Christmas like, is on Monday. Yeah. No, so you no, said Christmas you is on a Sunday. Are you sure? I could have sworn it was on a Monday. Okay, it's on a Monday. And then Tuesday. We'll figure it out. Well, I didn't know if you were going to be in town or I'll not. I'll be back on the 26th. So, okay. Yeah, I'll be back. Um, I just didn't know if we were going to say this is the last one for the year. Oh, no. No, we're going to do one more. Uh, I would like to. But uh, that one probably won't be news it'll be a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a titty tat bat. And you guys will have one for uh, New Year's, hopefully, yeah. uh, as long as we're productive. We'll see what uh, happens. Yeah, every year we say we'll see what happens, and then we fucking show out with long ass bullshit. I don't know if we'll do there. a long one. I think what I would like to do is just kind of an over review of the year, kind of. Well, I can't. I, I guess we did that last year, but like more so, more condensed. In our own words, what we think was kind of the wildest outside of our sphere of what we talk about on the show. Right. <clears throat> and stuff like that. I don't want to get political with it, but there is some aspects like... I... Dude, Trump, 
he he gave some of the best fucking sound bites of all time <laughs> in 2023. I swear to God. Like, and I I think I'm gonna have like a collection of them. What? Like, be ju- like, and it's not political at all. You know what I mean? It's just him rambling, saying nonsense. But like Trump rambling and saying nonsense Trump, is some of the best Joe, nonsense. Bull, bull, jo- yes, Joe Biden also. Joe Biden has said some weird stuff. Weird Trump has stuff, said some but wild stuff. but a Trump is of, Trump is wild. Okay, a there's of, a difference between weird Biden, all right, and then fucking a fucking just bizarre. A lot of Trump shit. A lot of the people in our government who are up in age and senior age have said or are doing some weird stuff now and specifically this year i don't want to get into that whole thing of the uh the video that leaked online from there's the corn house. in the white house <laughs> i saw that the day after it came out i was like i saw it on a meme and i was like that cannot be real and it is real no it's real and that's yeah so that happened but anyways uh israel is palestine uh, speaking of real things, uh, you know it is a real thing? A naked truth, which I have to talk about now. I have chosen one, and we're going to talk of, about the Great Emu War uh, of Australia. <clears throat> do you know what that is? I'm guessing that it had to do with emus. Yeah, and they lost. I mean, you told... Didn't you hear me last week talk about Barack Obama versus ostriches? (laughs) Barack Obama won, okay? Like, I just... I was just telling. Like, and this is reflected in his story (laughs) from the emu wars until today, Barack Obama. This was a real thing that happened. It was a a nuisance wildlife management military operation in Australia over the later part of 1932 to address public concern over... The large number of emus that were destroying crops um, within Western Australia. Uh, you know, like they don't just got birds; they got big fucking. These birds. were birds. Like these, these uh, emus, if you don't really know, like stand, I think, like five, six feet tall. Yeah, they're 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 rivaling ostriches, honestly, yeah. and like, but those are just big ass birds. They dude. also, they I think they also have cassowaries down there, which kick you. Emus don't kick, I don't think emus kick you, but cassowaries can fucking kick you, and they and, and that's not what you want, especially with talons. Yeah, that's e- the one that's based off of that Pokemon. Yeah. Or, or vice versa, you know what <laughs> I mean? The animal is based off yeah. of Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> yes. That'll finally happen. I said day. vice versa, but yes. Um, there was unacceptable attempts to curb the population of emus, uh, which was by the Royal Australian Artillery, uh, um, leading to media to adopt the name Emu War. Referring to the incident, many birds were killed in this thing, but the emu population... Yeah, like kiwis? Yeah. (laughs) The emu population essentially persisted and caused crop destruction continually. So, it was... For the locusts of Australia. Essentially, at this time, yes. After World War One, a lot of discharged veterans would were given land by the Australian government. Because of this, they would start being farmers and stuff like that. uh, Because of the onset of the Great Depression. Um, they were making wheat crops and all that deliver to assistance in form of uh, subsidi- subsidies. Yes, uh, <clears throat> subsidies or subsidiaries. It's it says so yeah subsidy or government incentives. So okay. they had government incentives and assistance with making the crop fields and stuff like that. Right. In spite of the wheat prices continuing to spot fall, though, 
and October thir- uh, 1932, a situation intensified, which farmers prepared to harvest the crops, uh, the season's crop, while simultaneously threatening to refuse to deliver the wheat. So there was like this thing where the farmers were going, like being against the government and stuff like that, just for a little bit. Um, this is where it gets wild. Their difficulties got worse because of the arrival of approximately 20,000 emus. <laughs> I would have just, like, released a wolf or something like that. I don't fucking know. <laughs> emus regularly migrate during their breeding season. And they fly? They, they, they don't, I don't think they fly, but they run. They, 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 they run. On their I don't know if that's any like better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's any better. Heading from the coast from an inland from inland regions, with the cleared land and additional water supplies being made by livestock and also the crops, uh, they found it a very good cultivated lamb and habitat for mating. Uh, yeah, velociraptor lamb. Yeah, and it was farmer territory. So of course, you just had these emus, a shit ton of them. A literal army of them coming in and destroying. Bro, I'd have my place set up like so the funny. quiet place. In the middle of the night. It was, it's nineteen. <laughs> it, it's like nineteen thirty-two. So of course, back then you don't have everything super modern like nowadays. You, and it's also Australia, so. <laughs> They're probably just sitting out there, old barn in the middle of nowhere. Okay, home alone, fields. quiet place, then. In, in flat fields, but yes. But they also have emus hiding out and then stealing their food and then also making fucking weird-ass noises. I don't know. Like what, kiwis. Oh, yeah, kiwis make weird, 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 weird noises. So, this whole thing got military involvement, uh, a war, war... In, in quotation marks, was conducted under the command of, oh my god, that's a name? I'm gonna try to say it. Uh, Mayor? Mayor? Mayor Gwynid Pervez Winnet Aubrey Meredith of the Royal Australian Artillery's 7th Every Artillery. Wow. That's a name for sure. Gwynid is his first name. G-W-Y-N-Y-D-D. Yeah. Gwynid. Gwynid. Uh, yeah, so this guy, this guy armed a bunch of people with Lewis guns, which was like, uh, oh my god, it's like, it's like one of the guns with like the revolver, uh, base on top of it. Right. Uh, and they had 10,000 rounds of Yeah, he gave him so a fucking Gatling fucking chain gun. It's like, like, it's like a personal gun, chain gun, in a sense. It's like but, a Tommy, but personal. Yeah, essentially. Real personal. Like, look, look, see, this is what it looks like. It has the, the barrel, the, oh, the, German the drum one. on top and stuff like that. That one's German, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <clears throat> so. That's that World at War shit, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they had a first attempt and stuff like that. 50 emus were sighted at this time on November 2nd. All, as the birds were out of range of the guns, local settlers attempted to herd the emus into an ambush, but the birds split into smaller groups and ran so they were difficult to target. Um, they did try to kill uh, kill a number of birds, but the same day, they, they the small flock, and of course, it just grew in size. Uh, even a few days later, they spotted a thousand emus. And then, even after that, they kept seeing more and more of them come. Consistently, and they went through multiple rounds of ammunition. At one point, they said for uh, six days after the first engagement, two thousand five hundred rounds of ammunition have been fired. So, uh, on on emus and stuff like that, and they were still coming. I mean, 
I've shot 200 rounds, like... This was the first attempt of them stopping them. I know, but I was just saying, I've shot, like, 200 rounds at a range, like, 2,500, you say 2,500, 25,000. 2,500 is what... Yeah, that's not that much bullets, but, like, if you're thinking about, like, uh... Back then and how how guns worked back then and stuff like that, that's A little slower. Yeah, pretty empty amount. Um... Another estimate was the uh, amount of kills. So they accounted for like 200 to 500 at this time, which that sounds like a lot, but remember, they estimated around 20,000. So, <laughs> um, guess what we're having tonight? Yeah, Smoke so, bird! So there was a second attempt in them trying to do this, and of course, that failed. Uh, I won't go into big specifics of this, but they killed more birds than this time, almost going through 10,000 rounds of ammo. Uh, and they killed almost uh, the twenty five hundred wounded birds in that whole situation. They they, they essentially they gave up though. Uh, they lost. The Australian military lost against emus in the fight for their farmers and their crops. Um, We're gonna have to cage the people in. Yeah. So it cage the emu. That's my new band. Yeah. No. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> Um, One ear and ride out the other. <laughs> so, despite like these, a bullet despite all, an all this problem with the coal, they the farmers still requested military assistance through 1934, 43, and 48, only to be turned down by the government. Instead, a bounty system was instigated uh, and proved to be effective. Uh, and over a six-month period, it claimed over 57,000 bounties on emus. So, they just had uh, people helping out and killing them. Because, well, the, essentially, they were just... They in, have emu season they were, there? They were an invasive species. I don't think they do it anymore. But, like, they had a very... They, think of it as What were this, they eating besides crops? Or was it just strictly crops? They, were, they, they had the water sources coming for the livestock that were going for the plants, for the farmers. Not just them eating the crops, but they were probably eating the plants around there that were also for the livestock and eating them. And they... And also, if they ever had, like, pigs or anything like that, slop or anything that was, like, just meal or cornmeal or something, the emus would probably definitely eat that. Basically, they became locusts, but bird, but But big bird-sized. (laughs) Burkus. The Burkus attack. Yeah, so that is the Great Emu War, which is a fascinating part of Australian history. Um, But, like... I think every single country has some weird war that they've been in. Uh, I can't... I can find probably one for America, but I'm not going to do that right now. Instead, we can talk about the recommendations we have. As you decided to just, like, binge watch a few shows... Not shows. Movies. Sorry. Yeah, so the first one that I watched was in Bruges. Uh, It was about two hitmen uh, hiding out. In Bruges. In in Bruges, yeah, uh, which is Denmark. Colin Farrell. It was an extremely Irish film. So and Brendan Gleeson. Didn't they do another one called Banshees of Isherin just recently? They they've been in like three or four movies together. Serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're friends in real life. But um, yes, with Brendan Gleeson, uh, you may know him as Mad Eyed Moody, um, and he's been in other things like fucking Troy. Uh, uh, he was in Gladiator. He was in he, the, Brennan Gleeson is an extremely prolific actor, and if you don't know who he is, look him up. You know who you'll he is. You'll see his face. And yeah, you'll like, see you before. Right, you'll know who he is. 
But um, it was a super dark comedy. Uh, super dark. <laughs> Just, like, talking about suicide the entire time, you know what I mean? But, like, it was um, really funny. Mm-hmm. Dark comedy. Well, it's a cool In the same way, like, with the Skeleton Twins, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's, like, super dark but super funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and it also had Ralph Fiennes in it. And yep. I was like, did they get all their characters from Harry Potter from this fucking movie? <laughs> like, because was, was Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell was in Har- Harry Potter film, wasn't he? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe. I can look it up. I know. Oh, let me look. He was. He was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So he was in a... Yeah, I know. I said... So they, they watched in Bruce once, and they were like, okay, we're going to hire all the main actors. Like... Yeah, yeah, no, that movie's a fucking trip, but, uh, so, in the movie, there was, like, this racist dwarf who was, like, hyped up on cocaine, and, uh, um, he, he was, uh, <laughs> he was like, the, the black dwarfs and the white dwarfs are gonna fight each other, and then, and then Colin Farrell's character was sitting there the whole time, he's like, but what about the Vietnamese? He was like, fuck the Vietnamese, and he was just like, what side are you fighting on? And he was like, I'm fighting on the side of the blacks. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, and uh, then Brennan Gleeson's character was just like, my wife, uh, who's who's dead now, was a black woman. Like, why why the fuck do you think that I would just, like, fight do and do race wars over cocaine? Like, crazy-ass movie, but the dwarf reminded me of another movie about dwarves, and it was an unfortunate tale. It was a comedy romance about dwarves, but a dwarf stealing... Mm-hmm. I, I know the it's concept hard. is wild for tiptoes. That's the movie, by the way. I watched tiptoes, so uh, this is uh, deep, deep cut lore here. This came from two thousand three. Had Matthew McConaughey, Gary Oldman. Who else is in it? Um, um, Peter Dinklage is in it. Yes, course. Peter Dinklage. It's is about in there. Matthew McConaughey. You told me this before the podcast. Matthew McConaughey is the twin of a of a of a of a dwarf played by Gary Oldman, by the way. Um, and not only that, his whole family is dwarves. And his he, whole family is dwarves. And he, and he hit it. And he hit it from his girlfriend. He hit it from his girlfriend, who was soon to be the fiance. Like he, because he proposed to her after he found out that uh, she was pregnant. So he tried to do the right thing. And then the baby came out a dwarf. Like, and uh, he was like, I can't do this. I can't raise a dwarf. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, your way, whole family is dwarves. He, like, the, the, the whole time, there's no foreshadowing that he dislikes his family and that they're dwarves or anything like that. He's, no, it's he like he loves his family the entire time. Right. Except for the part where he hit it, like, where which I guess is like a show of deep shame, I guess. Because he hit it from his fucking girlfriend of a long period of time. Like, they were together, like, six years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and then like, now, now that the baby comes out with dwarfism, he's like, he's like I can't that. raise this. I'm out, of, I'm out of here. And then he just said, phase out. And then in walked his brother, Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, didn't he win an Oscar? Oscar winner, Gary Oldman. <laughs> On his knees, dressed up as a dwarf. Like, I, I could not believe it, dude. Like, I, I was sitting there, I was just like, whoa, man. This, this really movie. happened. This she movie was fucking... Clips whoa. Real, real, little... <laughs> little, little insect, yeah. Um, but no, that one's insane. But you said that Saltburn was also crazy. Saltburn was also crazy. It is a good movie. It will be streaming everywhere uh, in like three days on Amazon Prime. Oh, tight. That'll be awesome. I'll watch that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
Which, and then uh, I I also went and saw Wonka. It's Wonka. It was wonky, that's for sure. Uh, that dude, one. like, I, I had to get over the fact, like, and it, and it kept coming to me, you know what I mean? That it was, like, Timothy Calumet up on the screen. What about Hugh Grant as the <laughs> He's not really, he's not a big part of the film. Like, no. it, no, he's just, like, kind of a side character who just, like, kind of swoops <coughs> in it, swoops in at the end and does stuff uh, without giving anything away in the movie, you know? Mm. Uh, but, yeah, he swoops in and does stuff. Uh, all Oompa Loompa and they play the fucking flute where it goes and you're like oh oh and it sends like a chill down your spine you know mm-hmm. what I mean <sighs> and they sing the Oompa Loompa Oompa yeah he sings that song um he definitely does that mm-hmm. I mean it's it's a musical I don't know what else you were expecting you know what I mean uh comparatively to the first one which was still a musical um a lot of singing a lot of dancing uh, I think Timothy did a great job. Um, the movie was freaky as fuck. Uh, it's it's just like there's some steep things. Oh my god! And there was a fucking scene right at the beginning, like where he like g- gave these people these candies, and uh, like it was like in that scene where like they they were drinking the fizzy lifting. Drinks. Oh, you mean they fly around and stuff like that? That's in the trailer. It, it was like when he like in the first movie we gave him the fizzy lifting drinks, except it was a chocolate that made him fly. You know what I mean? And like. I swear to God, Zach, this person says, you got to vault gas out of your pussy. <laughs> Dude, and when he said that, I laughed so fucking loud in that theater, dude. He, Me and Brian looked at each other, like, and we busted up laughing because we don't know whether he said pussy. We don't know whether he said pussy. I dude, I swear that. to fucking God. Like, it well, sounds just like he said pussy. I know, dude. When the subtitles come out is when I'm just going to be like, yo. Like, I really need to fucking watch it. But <laughs> it's within the first ten minutes of the film. Like, and I was like, did this motherfucker just say pussy? Brian's like, I think he just said pussy. And I was just like, I can't believe this, man. Like, it, it was fucking crazy. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it had a good it had a good little story to it. Um, I mean, you got a little more back backwards insight to how the Wonka factory was formed, mm-hmm. how, uh, the things he had to overcome. Uh, I didn't see Grandpa Joe, though. Thank oh, God. That's okay. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Grandpa Joe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wonka was really good, honestly. Brian said he'd give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, yeah, and I'd probably say about the same. 8, 8, 8.5. So, oh my god. Since we're talking about spinoffs, I guess, in a sense. Or, this one's a sequel. Yours was a prequel. This is a sequel. I then, Squeakle. I, I binge-watched Fiona and Cake on Max with Katie over the weekend uh, which is an extension of the Adventure Time universe it extends on to the end of the of Adventure Time um, and it doesn't focus on Finn and Jake but except, except focuses on of course Fiona and Cake which is like the the girl cat combo. yeah 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 the crossover ge- yeah. is what they call but it the also, gender bend episode. but it also focuses on Simon who is played but who is the ice king was right? the, was the ice king no longer is because this is after the. This series is only ten episodes, and it ha- in reshapes like a lot of awesome stuff. It plays with uh, di- dimensional theory, of course, 
it sits at a hundred percent in a ninety-eight percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. The the animation is great. The character development is fantastic. It's it's also rated TV fourteen, I guess. So it does have it has blood, more adult queen content and stuff like that, which is fine because most of people who watch Adventure Time of growing up are now adults, so it works for that. Right. Um, it. I I was very very impressed with how they played with the story because jake and and finn are rarely in it except it focuses on the other characters that you don't see um and it it takes up it 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 ties up a lot of loose ends that happened at the end of the series at least in my opinion um and i felt like it did a really good job and i i highly recommend it to anybody if you can um if you want more of like the the story of Adventure Time afterwards, this is definitely like all about it. So I highly recommend it. We also watched Elemental, which is the Disney Pixar movie. <clears throat> Katie liked it. I enjoyed it. The, the just the thing about it is that it really relied on the social commentary aspect of it. Uh, the race it, it, it touch, touches on on what racism is in the culture of elemental and stuff like that um, but the movie was interesting I'll say the least the animation style though for them to do the amount of fluid of uh, water physics and stuff like that uh, is uh, impressive I'll say that much it's very very impressive and they and they definitely put their work into it but <clears throat> watching that back to back with what they did was soul uh definitely shows which one uh is the uh far better in 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 terms of story and like art style and stuff like that i felt like soul is probably the peak that they is is peak is peak pixar um but uh, yeah elemental was pretty cool but like overall i felt like the story kind of wasn't as there as it could have been um I did play two games over the weekend, though. I think I... Did I talk about Ellen Wake 2 at all? Yeah, you talked about it last week. Did I? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then I talked about that. I won't talk about that. Katie bought me a game, uh, which she also also wants to play. We bought uh, Frontiers of Pandora. Um, The game is expansive as hell. Probably the most... The most flushed-out environment I have ever seen in a game... It is heavy on exploration and also the scale because you can go into the Hallelujah Mountains and stuff like that. I barely explored the map, but I felt like I have done a lot of exploration already. But, uh, no, and then you also get to fly the Banshees and stuff like that. You get to do that stuff. It's really cool. The experience is really awesome. I've always been interested in in Avatar, the, the world. The story, in my opinion, is much better than the, than the movie. Uh, it's not hard. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Well, because, like, the story is actually about, like, uh, Navi children that were taken. Uh, or, like, you could say adop- adopted. Uh, Order 66? By, by the RDA, essentially. Essentially what that, what happened is they said, oh, your, your clan abandoned you as children, so then we took you in. And are making you soldiers against the Navi. Order sixty six. So then you break out, and then you become a, a person who works with the Navi instead. After being with the RDA. By the way, this takes place sixteen years after the events of the first Avatar. Sixteen. Um, sixteen so, years. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah. So, but the game's great. I, I at least, I at least feel like it is. It, but it is really heavy on exploration and also has like a gathering mechanic and stuff like that for like. And then, I ran into an encounter with one of the more scary. Uh, oh, playing it where like the bioluminescent glows up at night is in also the water. Or in the trees. In the tree, in everything. Oh, okay. Everything glows at night. It's 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 crazy. Yeah. Um, you do a lot of tail fucking. <laughs> hair fucking, I mean. None of that. No. I don't think there's you didn't any fuck of that. the tree? No, I don't think there's any of that. Well, you do... You, you connect to one so that you can gain ancestor powers... Uh-huh. So that you, so can, you fuck the tree. Not, no, no, that's not what it is. Because you're mind-melding, mm. essentially. Yep, you're fucking is. the tree. You're mind-melding. Yep, you're fucking. putting yourself inside of them, and they're putting themselves inside of you. But it's it is not. fucking. It's not, though. It's fucking. Everything's fucking. No, it's not. The give and the take of the world is fucking. I don't believe that. The government fucks you. Your doctors fuck you. That's with They're the, fucking. But they're doing that with your finances. I mean, do you not think that this is a, a sociological experiment? You know? Like, do you think this is not a commune? you think they don't share their wealth, sir? I think some people do. Do you think that there's a class system in Avatar? A what? A class system. Uh, a hierarchy in a sense, yeah. No, not a hierarchy. A class system. Probably in the third movie with these Ash people that they're trying to create. I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate the word the Ash people. That sounds so racist. That's what he said. It sound, I know. It sounds so fucking racist. Like, you're like, these Ash people... That sounds like a real slang term. It is. That a, I, it does sound like them. But like, that's what that's. I feel that's like that. The, that's from the words of James. Cameron that's what you call himself. the Catholics after after uh, they they. Ash the, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The Ash people. All right. So. I don't know if that's true. I just made that up off the top of my head. But like, I, that's the only thing that I can think of right now is that. Don't look it up. Well, you're looking at your computer like I'm not. I'm not mm, looking it up. Okay. So, anyways, uh, I think that's it for recommendations. Oh, um, yeah. I wanted to add one more in at the end. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of new music lately, um, and one of the bands that I have been listening to for a while, but did, like didn't realize that I liked as much as I did, was uh, this band called Sleep Token. Sleep Token is a, like, alt-metal band, uh, alt-rock, I don't know what you would call it, like, at times, like, you could call it groove metal, like, uh, but it's, like, re-experiencing a sexual awakening of my mind. That's, like, the only, that's the only way that I can describe their music for me. Um, it's fantastic, uh, but what's even better is the fact that TikTok keeps using their music on like these sexy videos and stuff like that of like dangerous people so like you have like sexy michael myers or like sexy ghost have you seen sexy ghost from call of duty probably sexy ghost exists and people have fanfic of ghost from call of duty um Uh, yeah you should look that up um and then like they'll they'll talk like there's a couple of other call of duty characters that they have uh like as uh modern sex symbols but uh besides the point you know what i mean the lead singer of sleep token uh is a fucking sex symbol in himself um and yes i'm gonna talk about this yes i'm gonna make you aware of it um sleep token is a band uh and you don't know who any of the members are 
all four of the members are have hidden their identities. You don't know who they are. Um, and they refer to themselves as Vessel, uh, Vessel 2, Vessel 3, and Vessel 4. Uh, they worship this god called Sleep. And uh, uh, they've created a whole band around this, all right? Like, the evolution of their music is fantastic. And uh, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, something else that I've been uh, listening to uh, would be, like, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I've been listening to a lot of them. Uh, I'm in my weird core era, and I'm okay with it. Like, honestly. Like, it, it's a change in me, and I am and I definitely enjoy it. I like being a weirdo. Thank you for uh, listening to me on my soapbox here on the Spitting Nonsense podcast. And without further ado, we are going to get is a, into... Is, a, is it a box made of literal soap? The news. Wait, what? You said a soapbox. It's a soapbox made of literal soap. No, it's a box that contains soap that's strong enough to no, the crate. No, it's a box made of literal soap so that when you stand on it, you slide around while also talking. Why am I wet? <laughs> Dry soap is not slippery. <laughs> like, why am I wet? Like, is it raining? I don't know. Maybe somebody licked the bottom of the soap. Who knows? <sighs> All right. What? <laughs> If they lick the bottom of the soap and I'm standing on the top of the soap box, how's that going to affect me into slipping? Maybe the floor is made out of tongue. Who knows? Oh my god. We've come to a... Di- <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, I'm about so- to start singing that song from the the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. Oh, the one on the boat. Uh, I don't know where we're going. Yeah, you know, that, that fucking scene happened and Everything it was just out of nowhere. Flowing. Speaking out of nowhere, we have some deaths. That nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's literally how that scene feels, dude. It is. It's like nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. And then it shows, like, like, some of the worst stuff possible. I know, like, fucking centipedes crawling out of eyes and shit. Uh, like, right, right. So, dude, I'll never forget how many times I watched that in elementary school in uh, music class. Because it was like a prolific musical. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Huh? It is a very prolific musical, but all prolific musicals back then were had very fucked up productions. I mean not really. Fiddler on the Roof was tight. Okay. Fiddler on the if Roof. If I was sure. a rich man. But you can't tell me Wizard of Oz did not have some disgusting production behind it. Uh the fact that they were all white? No, not white. Like <laughs> You mean, like, the fact that it was, like, the that's 30s not, that black not, people not, weren't allowed on the TV? Even, that's not even the bad thing. The bad thing is how they treated Dorothy and stuff like that. The actor Dorothy and all that. Like, I'm not going to get into that, but, like, they, she was, like, physically and sexually abused from, like, almost all the cast members on the, on the set. Really? Yes. Including the, including the people that played the munchkins. The munchkins were the worst on the set. And I won't get into that, but they were they were little fucks is, is what they were. So... Wow. Um, yeah, so... But little fucks! I don't want to get into that. That That's like a whole thing that you can look up yourself. It's, it's crazy. That whole production is crazy. Speaking of crazy is the deaths that happened recently. And we didn't talk about this one last week, but we should have. Yeah, has, yeah, I forgot to mention this one last it week. It is Andre Broder, who most people would know as Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine most recently. But he has also starred in a bunch of other stuff. A bunch. Uh, you have Homicide, Life on the Street. You have House. He was in that as well. Yep, he was uh, House's boss for a minute. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's been in, I think he was in a movie, Glory. Uh, he was in City of Angels. That's another one. Um, 
I, it's just stunning. Yeah. Like, he, he was only 61. Yep. D- does it say how he died? Uh, he, he, they just said that he died after a short, brief illness. He was in The Mist. I have to watch The Mist again to remember if he's in there. I just watched The Mist. With my mom. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> so fucked up. It is but, really uh, up. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's fucked up. People dying. People dying. He didn't, he didn't need, he didn't, shouldn't have, but he did. He's not the only Rest person who died. Dude, I love, like, uh, his character on, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine is so iconic, so it's just, it, it hits really hard. Uh, speaking of hitting really hard, Max Payne Games lets you hit enemies super hard, but the actor James McCaffrey, who played Max Payne, has died at age 65. Yeah, he was Life also Alex Casey's hard. voice in yeah. Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Yeah. So Which makes it, me very sad. He, uh, oh, my God. Come on, dude. Yeah, like, it, he, he had a successful 35-year career in television and film. Um, he trained at the Actors Studio, uh, and uh, Kevin Dillon, who played uh, Johnny Drama Chase in HBO comedy uh, series Entourage, was first to report McCaffrey's death in the post on Instagram saying, we were lucky to have known you, my best friend, you will be missed. Um, yeah, we just have a lot of prolific guys dying, but I feel like he was a little older than 61. Yeah. I feel like he was 70s or 80s. Well, uh, well, it he said 65. Say... 65? Yeah. Where? It's on the top. Did it? 65. Oh, in the first sentence. But he died with the Battle of Bone Marrow Cancer, which, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, th- <laughs> this guy died from Bone Marrow Cancer. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, you can't get it out. <laughs> you could just blast yourself with radiation at that point, because you can't live without marrow. Yeah. Well, actually, you can live without some of your marrow, but your body takes a while to regenerate. You want to know how I know? Saw. Don't ask me questions. Um, <laughs> you know who else would probably know kind of about that is probably uh, Disney themselves. Mickey and Mouse. Their, and Mickey Mouse, yeah. He knows uh, about blood as, But, like, you know what's going to happen with Mickey Mouse here soon? He's going to be in the public domain in 2024. But I have to say big butt because it's... it's, it's Mickey Mouse, blood and cheese. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be restricted. <laughs> Mickey Mouse blood and cheese. It will be it'll be restricted, of course. Come Disney, on, dude, we can do blood and cheese. Blood and cheese. That's so different. That... Like when Winnie the Pooh went up in public domain. Uh, no, you call it, uh, Mickey Mouse cheese gore. Blood and cheese. I call it flesh and cheese. Um, fleas. Fleas. It's a cosmic horror about Mickey Mouse. Skin fleas. So, it sounds like something Mickey Mouse would use. So they're a gonna, skin fleece. So Mickey Mouse is actually going to become public domain in 2024. But, of course, it is a complicated, complicated situation as uh, only the earliest form of Mickey from Steamboat Willie. The black and white where he's like driving the boat and, and stuff. He's going to be able to be used by artists and creators outside of Disney. Only in a very restricted way, apparently. So Disney is still restricting it, but of course they're letting people say, "Hey, you can." We're gonna make modern war Nazi propaganda with Steamboat. One modern version of the Mickey will remain unaffected by the expiration of the Steamboat Willie copyright, and Mickey will continue to play a leading role as a global ambassador for Walt Disney Company and restoring telling blah 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 blah. Um, it's still it's, Disney still holds a trademark on Mickey as a corporate mascot and brand identifier, so the copyright is gonna be going up for Steamboat Willie, but. Um, 
Yeah. So, oh, it also says... Bro, Winnie the Pooh's Tigger will become yeah. public domain next year, bro. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh 2, Blood and Honey. He will appear because of that. So, that's going to be crazy. February 2024, baby. I'll watch that one, too. Just like I watched the first one for y'all. Yeah. I did it for you. So, I don't <sighs> know. We'll have to... Jesus. I... I'm gonna have to wait and see what kind of content comes from this this whole situation. You want to know what kind of content is not coming from any situation? Uh, fucking Marvel and Jonathan Majors. They're gonna have to like done. They're gonna have to like drastically Dude, figure they're gonna, out something. They're gonna have to give the MCU an enema. What if they make like, it? I have an idea for a guy to work. Let me let me bring him up. Michael B. Jordan. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't say The Rock, because no. if you do, I'm going to strangle you and kick you out of my no, house. not him. The Rock has a no-lose clause. He can't be the good. Do you, do, you, <laughs> do you not know? Do you know about the no-lose clause? No, what's that? So, The Rock apparently had... I don't know if this is a full true statement or not, but he had... But from what I've heard is there are certain situations where he'll create a no-lose clause in his contract. Um... That makes it so that literally the characters that they play cannot lose on screen. So, so most of the reasons behind that is why Shazam didn't show up in Black Adam, even though that Shazam and Black Adam are like mortal enemies in the comics. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no, uh, it's the same thing with Shazam. But Shazam 2 was funny, but it was, like, non-canonical. I haven't watched it It was yet. fucking stupid. But it was stupid fun, if you understand what I mean. I want Yaha Abdul-Mateen II to replace Kang as Kang the Conqueror. So, he's the one that played uh, Dr. Manhattan when we watched it. Keegan-Michael Key, no. What? <laughs> I said Keegan Michael no. Key. No, are you serious? <laughs> I was totally fucking with you. you but he was also make, in Wonka. You should make him. A, yes, I know. He was like one of the. Was he? Like he was the chief of police. Chief of police. That's what he was. Yeah, the extortioner. I thought, he, I thought he had like some police role or something. Yeah, like no, that. he's the chief of police, like the head of the police. Mm-hmm. And he has this crazy haircut. He has a fucking friar tuck. All right, back to Jonathan Majors. He's been found guilty against the charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment. Against his ex-girlfriend. Uh, so, yeah. And because, Shouldn't have done what you done did, boy. Because of that, there is video evidence of it. We went through a whole thing where it's possible they found video evidence that he was found not guilty. But then it refers back and is, oh, that actually made it look even more guilty than that. And then another person can't. It's, it, this whole situation is, has been wild for a while. Yeah, dude. And, he was in Creed 3. He was all jacked up and shit, dude. Man, he so, was just ki- he was trying to kick people's ass in the movies and in real life, and that's where it, that's what that's where he fucked up. Honestly, yeah, Jerry found Gage guilty of two counts of assault and harassment. They also acquitted him on two other counts: intentional assault on the third degree and aggravated assault in the second degree. He did plead not guilty to all counts, but so yeah, no looking to it. They're cutting ties. We do not know what that's gonna do because like they've. He's, he's a little bit uh, intrinsic, intrinsically intertwined he's, in several Marvel series and movies. And now we, they're going to have to like, shuffle and figure out how to change face for who it's going to be. I think it should be Eric Andre for once and for all. Finally add him into the MCU. 
as the proper character he deserves. Kang the Conqueror. He'll actually win if you make if you make him that. They he will not. He should have been Modok. <laughs> he should have been. Do you know how cool that would have been if Aunt, fucking Eric Andre was fucking Modok, dude? Like that would have been going. That would have gone nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Like literally, that would have been the scenario where that happened. Yeah. So, God, the way that Modok looked. Oh, I okay. just had flashbacks. Sorry. So yeah, that's happening. But in away from Marvel into DC, uh, the end of the Flash. Spoilers. Big spoilers. You don't want to hear Huge Clidge. Yeah, uh, George Clooney kind of shows up at the end of The Flash. Uh, what? What? Yeah, I said big spoilers. So oh my god! But because of that, he shows that he's Batman and stuff like that. He might be the next Batman. I love that. That's not what's You have happening. to read the title, though. Just That's please not what's read happening. It. Please read it. George Clooney has came out and said it himself. There is not enough drugs in the world to make him play Batman again. You know, he Did they offer him drugs to play Batman before? That's what, <laughs> that's what the title made me question. I don't, I want to see. He doesn't want to get back into the Batnipple costume. I mean, that's up to him. Yeah, you know. so whatever. Um, I mean, that's fine. I, I, I think his Batman's not really my favorite. Yeah, no. Also, the man is like 50-something years old. Yeah, so whatever. I mean, it's, it's funny, though, that he came out and said, not enough drugs in the world is going to make me play Batman. I love that, though. That's, like, I, that that's my favorite part, that, mm-hmm. that he just came out and said. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I was talking about fucking tiptoes earlier, goddamn Gary Oldman. Uh, like, he came out and, like, did a little interview uh, and got candid about his earlier career uh, back in the day, which also included tiptoes. Uh, but he said, thank God for Harry Potter. Thank God for Harry Potter. I tell you, the two, Batman and Harry Potter, really, they saved me. Because it meant that I could do the least amount of work for the most amount of money and then be home with the kids. <laughs> Factual. He wasn't a main character in either one. You know what I mean? Like, but he, he, did, played, he played... Uh, he played pivotal roles for both of them. Big he played, time. He played Sirius Black, which is... Sirius is essentially... Black. Essentially Harry's, like, godfather. It's and, his god-uncle. God-uncle, but he look he looks after him throughout the whole time that he's there. Well, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then in Batman, he and plays the he commissioner. He plays Commissioner Gordon, which is essentially Batman's right-hand man in the police uh, and stuff like that. He plays two very pivotal roles, and because of that, he played them really, really, really well. Dude. Savannah's so. boyfriend Jeff kind of looks like Commissioner Gordon in Batman. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen him on Christian and fucking Ali's wedding. It's so awesome. I asked him if he worked for the FBI. Because mm. that's how he was dressed. I was like, oh my god. Do I have to like confess to you that I had an alien touch my butthole once? Oh. Like X-Files, man? Oh. They're out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, no, Gary Oldman is is being very uh, sympathetic towards those two roles, but it makes sense since those are, like, standout roles for for characters uh, and stuff like that, especially in those series. Yeah, but on top of all of that, in the middle of this, like, he, uh, he, he, at 42 years old, he said, I woke up divorced and had custody of his sons, and he divorced his then-wife American model, Donya Fiorentino, in 2001, it was granted custody of their children. He has full custody of their kids. Okay. Like, it, so he's a good dad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, he uh, he knows what he's trying to do. So, uh, he, there was a shift in the industry where a lot of productions were being filmed in Hungary, Budapest, uh, Prague, 
Australia, places like that. So he turned down a lot of work because he wanted to be close to his kids, you know. And uh, it makes sense. It makes sense, you know. So uh, he chose to remain as close as possible. So he was there for the Dark Knight trilogy. He was there for uh, all the Harry Potter films after the third one. The third one. The fourth Order one. Order of the Phoenix. And the fifth and one. Order of the Phoenix, Deathly Hollows part one. Because after Death of the Hollows. Yeah, Hallows, yeah. And then he, he got his soul sucked out while um, he was, like, trying to get him out of the mirror I room. don't think he was in half. I think he, he died at the end of Order of the Phoenix. Was he? No. Are you sure? No. It actually says it in here. Hold on. It says it. Yeah, right there. Prisoner of X-Men, or- Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix, and Deathly Hallows Part 2. He died at the end of the Order of the Phoenix in Deathly Hallows Part 2. He was 2. like a flashback. He was a flashback yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. like where he was like in the mirror. That's yeah, what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. So like, but yeah, he died at the end of this film. Yeah. So, um, so as for the Dark Knight film, yes, he, he played all three of those. But yes, you can't forget his like iconic roles in... Uh, uh, freaking the fifth, fifth element, element, which they're oh my god, Gary Oldman's wig in the fifth element, like you know how half of his head was like plastic in that uh-huh. film, like and then the other half was like that that yeah, swoop over swoop with the cut. Over. Somebody in Wonka, one of the characters, one of the three like evil cartel chocolatier people, and they they treat chocolate like drugs in that film. By the way, it's like cocaine. Cool. Like it's crazy, like. It's like a drug ring. Sugar is not allowed. They're like, you cannot sell chocolate here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, this is fucking nuts, man. Mm. Slugworth is fucking black, though. But, uh... <laughs> I know, it had, me, it had me doing one of those. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? But, yeah. Like, uh, well, you that's, know. That's pretty interesting. I'll, I'll watch Wonka at some point. Oh, it just happened at some point. But something I'll watch in the future wherever it comes out is the next thing, which is X-Files is getting a Man, I reboot. I could have used the, the transition about Jeff. A new version? <laughs> I, for the X-Files, yes. I mean. like, But yes, he's, it's apparently getting a new version from the Black Panther director. Ryan Kogler. Hopefully he won't get arrested again for doing nothing but cashing his own checks. Oh my god, yeah, he did do that. <laughs> he did get arrested for that. I forgot. He did nothing. He did nothing. and He, he got... went to go cash his own check for mm. like thousands of dollars. And the cops got called on him. They're all like, uh, there's a black man with too much money. <laughs> and they're all like, okay, let's check it out, man. We're going to put him in cuffs. He might kill us. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking I'm a director. <laughs> Dude, that video was wild, though. So it seems like the most recent season 11, like the, the one that like we revival and all that stuff it didn't do too well so they're hoping well, yeah that it didn't do too well like, they're hoping that it just like they they, this, need, to, they need to reboot the x-files up, and make it, it scarier more yeah. vivid you know what i mean like because not like the x-files wasn't vivid because it was at times it was tv vivid for the early for the for late night for the late 90s early need, 2000s make it more so, mind melding fucky lucky and uh change it up so that it like uh, that episode of creep show with the things in their stomachs that they bursted. I would like I, that. I, anything that, like like Channel Zero could, like style could also work too, like, but that that leads more into some bizarre supernatural. I mean, X Files is supernatural, so it works perfectly. So, but I guess yeah. you got a super supernatural sci-fi drama coming from uh, Apple. As Alexander Skarsgård is joining for the upcoming Murderbot Diaries. Sexy Vampire Daddy. 
Yeah, he's going to be in the Murderbot Diary series, uh, which is about its own, based on award-winning novels, the Murderbot Diaries. Um, if- yes, uh, the series was greenlit a year ago and then was put on hold due to the strikes, and now they're back. And it tells the story of a self-hacking security android who is horrified, uh, yet drawn to human emotion. He's played by this dude. Uh, when it comes to uh, the upcoming TV series, it sounds as though we can expect a similar concept. So yeah. he already looks—he already kind of looks like an android. He, you know what I mean? Like his his beautiful, beautiful Swedish eyes are so piercing. Uh-huh. It'll, it'll be very interesting to see which way it goes. It, the show itself is created by Chris and Paul Weitz, who they both are known for creating. Uh, uh, writing the screenplay for the creator, which recently came out, and also Rogue One, uh, which yeah, I, uh, I know the creator did really well. I just haven't. The seen storyteller it. who who like wrote it, David Goyer, did Monarch, uh, uh, Silo I, for All Mankind, and Invasion. Yeah, all so, of those. All uh, Monarch's great. Silo was awesome to see. For All Mankind is a really great uh, uh, alternate reality to uh, to our space. Uh, epic and uh invasion started off really strong i haven't watched more into it though uh apple tv is putting out wild content um speaking of wild content amazon prime and the final season of good omens yes the third and final season it has been uh renewed uh but it'll be the last not not surprisingly honestly because i'm pretty sure the book only lasted like a book literally good it omens was a, was a, a single, novel a single book yeah. but uh it, it it will wrap up Aziraphale and Crowley's story once and for all um they they have covered so much ground in the book and it tells the story of Aziraphale uh who's a demon and Crowley uh, who's uh sorry Crowley's the demon Crowley. and Angel is yes. Aziraphale Yes. I skipped over that. Uh, <laughs> who strike up a friendship, and uh, they they're trying to stop the end of the world, essentially. Um, and it was a really really good series. Please go watch that series. It was one done by the guy who did American Gods, I think. Huh? Neil Gaiman. Yeah. yeah, Neil Gaiman. That guy. He also did the Sandman series too. He created Sandman. also the Sandman uh, novels. Um, but yeah, uh, while we're still talking about fucking books, J.R.R. Tolkien. We're in the Amazon sector right now. Amazon and Tolkien estate win a copyright lawsuit against Fellowship of King Ar- of the King Arthur uh, author. Jesus, what a Fellowship of the King Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. Uh, uh, Arthur. Right. But uh, the the Rings of Power in French. On, they claim that the Rings of Power in French on his copyrighted novel, The Fellowship of the King. And he has obviously lost. Uh, the Tolkien Estate won the legal battle against Demetrius Polycron. Jesus. That doesn't sound like a real fucking name. That is a cool-ass name, dude. That That is a superhero name. Like, you should become Demetrius a, you should, Polycron. You should become, like, a prime minister or, like, a general. And then you'd have prime minister Polycron or, Pi, or, or general Polycron. Both of those sound great. Anything with... Poly, poly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. But uh, yeah, obviously you you're gonna you're gonna. Uh, he sued them for two hundred fifty million in April. Uh, his lawsuit. I was hope they sue him for damages. Uh, they, I hope prejudiced. they sue him for damages and lawyer costs. Actually, yeah. it like, says uh, they, they they prevent Polygram from copying, distributing, selling, performing, displaying, and otherwise exploiting 
The Fellowship of the King, or its sequel, The Two Trees. They claimed that he had seven novel saga in the works. Polychron must now destroy all physical and electronic copies of them. The writer also must pay 1,000 sorry, $134,637 in fees to both Amazon and Tolkien and the state for what Judge Steve V. Wilson called an unreasonable lawsuit, which was frivolous from the that, beginning. That's what I was I want to know about. what these fucking they, they books counter, are. They countersued him uh, for Did he just create for lawyer books? fees? Fellowship of the King. What the fuck is this book about? What is this book? This is an actual book. So this, this book. Okay, hold on. Sequel to the opening volume of Demetrius's Polychron. Ambitious sequel to Jerry R. R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Pickups in the Shadbeard and two decades after the events. So, so this dude created sequels to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because J.R.R. wasn't around, so who else? Like, you, you can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he made his... Like, he used, like, the, his world, but created new stories. Fellowship of the King and the Two Trees, which came out. And then, now that he tried to go after them for the Rings of Power, which I'm going to assume, basically, he used some stuff from the Similarion. He used... Uh, like, no, like... The Rings of Power was based on the Similarion, and he tried to say that it was based on the Fellowship of the King. But, but, but like, I think, what if he used some context from the Similarion in his book? Well, I'm sure he did, because so it's a book. So that's where the and context the, comes from, that he said, oh, that's my stuff that they're using, but in, t- in context. It was frivolous to begin with, according yeah. to the judge. So, yeah. yeah, like, it was just complete bullshit. And he wanted his name out there with publicity for his book. So he actually might make a profit off of this. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I just typed in fellowship and it came up like first thing. Fellowship of the King Deluxe Edition and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, speaking of Deluxe Edition, we got to move on to Netflix. As Is Netflix the one dropping this? I think they are. Chicken Run 2 is happening. Um, after when, when was the first one released? Like 2005? I don't know, man. It's been a while, but, like, did you also know that the company that makes the clay for the studio that does Wallace and Gromit shut down? So they have a limited supply of that clay that they use specifically for the for the uh, production of their movies until somebody else comes in or they can find another production unit. Mm-hmm. So they're going to... So, they, so they're, they have a limited amount of budget for movies after uh, uh, this stuff. So... Uh, yeah, but Chicken Run is happening. Uh, Chicken Run 2 is happening. Chicken Run, the first one, came out in 2000. I guess so 2002. It has been, it has like, been 23 years uh-huh. since the first one. Uh, yeah, I just know I was a kid. Yeah, no, that's wild. I, I wasn't expecting them to release it, but you know what? I'm okay it's with crazy. that. I'll definitely give it a watch. There's an Easter egg, though, in, in, this, in, this, in the trailer, but if you look at that, you can see Wallace and Gromit come out. Uh, yeah, uh, no, as, they're just hanging out like, over here. Like I didn't even notice that because they all like they, they use the same like model for the base uh-huh. on all of them. You know what I mean? Which is kind of like a... they blended into the background a little bit, but yeah. they look they're, they look more like um, rodents in that instead. But they're still they they have the same for absolutely like... no reason. Fantastic, Mister <laughs> Fox, <laughs> ugly Fantastic, Mister Fox is just standing He's just in the background. posing in the background. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like that image, yes. like. Oh my god! Uh, I gotta edit that. Yeah, so that that's actually it's coming out. I think when is it coming out, dude? Uh, it says it's out on Netflix now. I actually did not know. I think we can look at. Let's see what the the reviews are like. 
They are pretty positive. Pretty positive? Yeah, or... 79.79 all across. I love that. Yeah, so that'd be something to watch, but that's cool. I mean, like the original chicken chicken run is, is pretty well done. Most of the movies from the company, uh, what is it, uh, Ardman Animations do pretty pretty well with what they do. They do the Wallace and Gromit. I remember Curse of the Were Rabbit really really well. Um, I know they did Shaun and the Sheep, uh, Sh- Sheep the Shaun, Shaun Sheep, Sheep Shaun of the Sheep, Sheep Sheep Shaun. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But they, 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 they do that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, while we're smiling, let's just uh, hop right in. Why did this have to come? Why? I told you it was going to come. I also, oh, I'm just saying, Smile 2 is definitely happening. Like, that movie was freaky as fuck. I, I feel, feel like, like they needed more of the monster though. at the end, yeah. right? Like definitely, and I think that's what we're gonna get with the second movie. I would honestly. hope so. Like, well, yeah, like we're gonna get like I feel like the same story, but like slightly what if there's different. There's a gateway or, to the deep to the monster's like dimension, but you have to go through somebody's smile mouth first. You have to like crawl inside their mouth. Well, so then you got some vor like fetish shit going on. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking more like uh, whenever you said that that it would blend into like uh, the red door oh yeah yeah, like that you know what I mean yeah no but they've added their uh, the Aladdin star Naomi Scott to play in it Naomi Uh, she played Princess Jasmine in the live action remake so yeah she'll be here Um, bitch no one can play me thanks I don't it does it just <laughs> we don't we I don't even know what the sequel is gonna have going on, but it's it's just Aladdin too. Mystery. What no. Oh no. no. I was just kidding. That's not even happening. I know. Uh but you know what is happening though? And this is their last one before the break. This came out of nowhere. I found this right before the podcast. Zack Snyder has decided to work with WB to do an extended version of None other than Sucker Punch, his movie from 2011, which didn't do too well in the box office, by the way, and ratings-wise, with the original cast shooting new footage. That is... uh, I don't think that you can make it any worse, sir. I don't think it's going to (laughs) get... So, he's trying to restore the super controversial R-rated form in the film. Uh Uh-huh. As he is explaining, he said... Uh, what he wants to do. I'm working with Warner Bros. to try and find a window to go back in. Even though we did an extended version, it's not a full, not the fully realized movie. So there is an extended version of it, but it's not fully realized. So essentially, right. I'm expecting this movie to... What's the length of this film, first off? The original. Um, because, yeah, if you watch the original, it definitely feels like um, plot points are just <laughs> missing. Uh, yeah, no, no, like that movie, it was definitely a fever dream type of film, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, it, it was not normal. Um, uh, hour and 50 minutes, by the way. That's how long that movie was? Uh-huh. I spent that long in that hellscape? Uh-huh. So, I expect him to put on it to make it two hours and 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, black and white. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know, like, what... Extended. Jeez. Extend the shit. Extend Just everything. Log. You know what? Zack Snyder's, like, extendoverse is going to be something crazy to see. 
Uh, because his next film will be extending. Uh, We're gonna make Dawn an extended. We're making an extended cut of uh, uh, the Justice League film. Extended to eight hours this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. With no cuts, it's all the bloopers included. It's just straight real. It's, it's just straight. <laughs> That's like 36 hours. It's really it's, it's it's, more than that. It's Ben Affleck forgetting his role the entire time. He's like, oh, I wanna, oh, I let's take see, that back. I want to see this extended version of uh, 300. I want to see this extended... Where it's just like a slow-mo of kicking people into a hole. Yeah, I want to see this extended version of... I, I dig it. Of Watchmen, the Watchmen film. I would watch that hands down. It would be dope. Ass up. <laughs> twerking my way to victory okay uh but uh if that's all that we have before the break i think that it is uh we will catch you guys on the flip side just stick around for a did second you know that zack snyder oh. directed legend of guardians the owls of gahul do you know what this is i know what it is but i never watched it do you know that it's based on books I'm yeah. sure it is. They were based on actual books. I read the books. I remember these. You read them? They, they were books about these guardian owls that would fight evil owl armies. And they made a movie about it. The movie wasn't good. But, <laughs> but the books were, 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 if I remember, pretty good as for children books. <clears throat> so Pretty good for children books. Yes, yes. Like, for young adults. Uh, and stuff like that. Not young adults, young teens. That's what I would go Young with. teens. Yeah, but, but Zack Snyder directed this film. I did not know he directed the film, but that is a very interesting tidbit. And that's it uh, for right now. We're going to go to break. We'll be back after that. And we'll talk to you guys in just a second. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. And we are back and live on the air. So... Black with Jack as the next... Smoke a crack in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there is a couple of you that would like to do that. Um, there's a couple of you that have done that, and there's a couple of you that will continue to do that in the future. Fun, you can't, fun, you can't fun. stop the white in the White House, um, dude. There's this fucking song in Wonka, and it hasn't left my head. And I, and ever since then, I looked right at Brian. I said, "This fucking song is gonna leave my head." And they, the literal thing that they were saying was "scrub, scrub." Scrub, 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 scrub. And you'll understand when you watch the movie, but, like, I literally cannot stop saying the fucking word scrub, scrub in my head. Like, and it will not stop, and it has not stopped for several fucking hours. And I'm going to go to sleep, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to say scrub, scrub. I already fucking know it's going to happen. And you're going to just sit at the foot of your bed. Brian's going to be like, Jasmine, what's going on? Scrub, scrub. Dude, like, if you walk up, dude, you should walk upstairs and look at Brian and say scrub, scrub, and he's going to know exactly what you're talking about. He's going to okay. be like, what the fuck? So, I had I had my transition, and then I lost it, but I'm yeah. sorry. We're like, back I, in, I, I, I We're back in Black with Jack, as Jack Black wants to be Super Mario, wants the Super Mario Bros. movie 2 to be a full-on musical called Bowser's Revenge. We went off track because I, I talked about smoking crack in the White House. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. 
But uh, yes, Jack Black would like to show off more of his vocal chops. Like, duh, we want more Bowser songs. We want more Tenacious D. Like, it, it's yes, please. I you could he said play Master Exploder in the Super Mario Bros. movie too. There like, is was... Rin Radio Silence from what he said, but of course I expect this there to terrifying. be a sequel coming out at some point. Um, he's taking inspiration apparently from the musical aspect of Joker 2 which will will come out here soon next year I expect maybe it'll have more musical for for Bowser but like if I could see them doing a sequel I don't expect them but right now they're going to focus on the live action uh, Legend of Zelda that they're trying to do now um, but yeah, no, I, I, I want to see Bowser Black back. Uh, is that what you would call him? Bowser Black? Blackser? Jack Blackser? Jowser. Jowser. J- Jowser. J-A-O. J-A-O. Jowser. Jesus. <laughs> I don't like that. You don't like Jowser? I like Jackser. Jackson. 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 Ever since he dropped away from The Witcher and stuff like that, because of course, uh, he's the a he's bitches. a lore, he's a lore nerd on that stuff. So, and he's very heavy in the for- Warhammer Forty Thousand or Warhammer Forty K and the series of that and everything with that whole spectrum of it's video games, board games, books. Uh, it's a bunch of stuff, um, and now it's being worked for Amazon, and he's and he's insisting that Full Steam Ahead is officially in the works. Uh, he has secured the rights for it about a year af- uh, a year after he's planned to start a universe around it. And yeah, since he's a big nerd for Warhammer 40k, I expect the lore to be pretty. pretty I'll watch spot him do on. anything. I swear. Huh? I'll watch him do anything. Oh yeah, no, that's like all right. Like I watched a stream where I just watched him build a computer for several hours, uh-huh. and he didn't say like a word half of the time, and I yeah. really was just like infatuated. Like I think that's really where I fell in love with Henry Cavill. Like, a bunch of people are all mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I fell in love with him because he was uh, a superhero. You know, I fell in yeah. love with him because uh, His acting's Mission great. Impossible. I fell in love with him because Javalt uh, of urine. I watched him as Superman, and that's what gave, gave me his, his chops and stuff. I think I, wa- I saw him before that, but this I can't remember. Who did this? That is, that is a bad cut. Who did this? So, he is going to be executive producing and starring in this, and Games Workshop has fully confirmed it. Had that's when you know it's going to be good. That's, contract, a, that's that Matthew McConaughey which, uh, true detective level Which shit. Games Workshop like, is the people that helped, cre- they're the ones that created Warhammer 40k. And they're like, yeah, no, we're in full agreement with Amazon, and yeah, we're like Wizards of the West for Coast Henry for D and D. So, and the the studio is very heavily heavy on on keeping their lore correct. So yeah, um, it's just the the thing is mainstream appeal for it has, has completely uh, gone up. It's just I'm thinking the thing with this though is it's definitely gonna be based around I don't know. 
I think Hannah <laughs> was going to try to keep his best to make sure that it doesn't. <laughs> you ever tried explaining your interest in the grim dark to your less nerdy friends? It's not gone well in my experience. I usually get some concerned looks. Yeah. I mean. Oh my god. Why? Yeah, so... Okay, yeah. So, no, people, uh, are, people are getting crazy about it. People are like already that. getting crazy about because, it. Because, like, it's it's a very it's, heavy... It's lore-heavy. Lore. It's lore-heavy. And there's a lot of lore into it. But not only that, but the lore That'd be like somebody making a Skyrim story. TV show, you know what I mean? And then completely going off well, script. Not, not only, and then, like, just only, them doing skooma the whole time. Not only that, there's just... <laughs> there's uh, uh, Swimming in Skooma. That would be the name of the TV show. Oh, my fucking uh, God. The... The thing is with the lore is it comes from a variety of different spots. People believe in different parts of the lore all the time. They'll agree, but there's still so much that's still been holding off for us making time. krill intentions. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna happen at some point. Uh, but um, no. The thing is with Warhammer Warhammer 40k, there's so much lore that's been created over the many, many years by so many different people. It's you can't really pinpoint all of it, so you're gonna of right. course have people that really disagree. It's like making a Halo TV show. It. You know what? They <laughs> had a chance. They had a chance to do it great, and dude. Then, I really affected you there too. Like you went. <laughs> I just watched the the look, madness in your eyes. Look, I watched the show all the way through, and I did not need to see Master Chief fuck his own his own his own clone of his of his adoptive mom. On screen, I did not need to see that. It doesn't happen in any of the f- any of the games or books, to my knowledge. But it happened in the show for some reason. Um, yeah, so I'm just Mommy that show was a is a death sentence that they shouldn't have made. I don't know why they did. Speaking of something that's happening though, and is a video game movie. Uh, Death Stranding is getting a movie. Death Stranding was already from, kind of a movie to it, begin it with. Is, it is like, cinematic. It's cinematic. It's cinematic heavy. as. So it's like, of course getting a movie from, but f- with A24 helping out uh, in producing it, um, which is pretty, in- pretty insane. That's actually pretty. I forget awesome. why I uninstalled Death Stranding. I think it's because I started playing a new game. Like Death Stranding was kind of like filling in time. Mm-hmm. Like I I got like forty hours in. You know what I mean? Like not a bunch because that game is fucking huge like yeah. it's not just it's not just huge bro walk it's around a lot fucking huge play, yeah for the hiking, first fucking it's hiking simulator oh my god it was a walking <laughs> simulator there for a minute and i was just like dude frontiers of pandora starts out as a walking simulator for the first hour two no way longer but, than but then once you get once you get your flying flying uh creature then you can get around much much easier but yesterday from what i saw i saw my my roommate play it when uh back in college too when he got it. Did you see me play it for a I minute? I saw it play you for a while, and it's just on both sides of you guys. It's just a lot of walking. It was man. so much walking, and like that, I think that's part of why I also, you also uninstalled have a balance it. system, from what I understand. Too. Uh, yeah, there's a balance system system where like you have to like use your your pad- paddles to stay balanced if you're like over encumbered, like depending on how much stuff you have on you, uh-huh. like your balance is just awful. So if you go on rockier terrain, you have to help like balance yourself out like which is fucking irritating like i hated that yeah, i mean so, people may well, enjoy that but i fucking i hated think that. it's gonna turn out better than into a movie but what if it's just like a movie of norman reedus just walking around? tripping <laughs> just tripping on 
stuff. Tripping on stuff because he can't stay balanced. That's so fucking dumb. That's so fucking crazy. That'd be funny though. Yeah, that he would be funny. Two, he should release two of them. They're like, oh yes, here's my tube, baby. Yeah. Gotta go recharge him back at the station. So it is getting a mo- it's getting a movie for May twenty four. He's getting emotional. Uh, Calm him down. They are gonna be promising to delve into the mysteries <laughs> surrounding the apocalyptic <laughs> event called the Death Stranding, which blurred the lines between life and death, and of course all that stuff from the game. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see how that goes uh, as we hear on about it, uh, because that's pretty. I mean. It, I mean, if if it works at a movie, it, it should be fine. Max. If it felt like a movie from the, from the video game, then it should be good. As long as they just keep it like, I guess the same casting and all that stuff. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see on that. I wonder if they'll I wonder if they'll get all the original cast members that they got for the game because like it's star studded. You know, Norman yeah. Reedus, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, Leah Sado, uh, Guillermo del Toro, Margaret Qualley. Like that, it was banging. You know what I mean? And, like, the the Death Stranding, if that didn't win art direction, you know what I mean, for the year that that came out originally, it should have. Like, because uh, you were talking about Alan Wake 2. Yes. And, like, Death Stranding, I feel like, won an award <coughs> for, for its art direction. But, because it's beautiful. And also, they don't let you listen to outside sound in the fucking game, which also pissed me off. I'm looking at... Do you remember that? They, like, locked me from being oh, able... Oh, yeah, that's right. They did. Like, I, I couldn't listen to anything else, and it was just like, yes, I get, like, after after X amount of hours, it, when you've heard all the music, you know what I mean? Like, you can unlock new music, but, like, that's, like, work just for music, you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, in that game, specifically, yeah, I can understand that. You, but it's all, yeah, it's all just instrumental the whole uh-huh. time, you know? And sometimes it's nice to listen to what I want to listen to. Yeah, and that was one of the more annoying things about so, Death Stranding. I like, saw, I get it, it was for encapsulation, mm-hmm. but... I'm saying on the side here, it's talking about Percy Jackson, the Olympians TV series, the premiere surprise drop. I had to look at the, the... Yeah, it was a day early. I had to look at the reviews. It's sitting at an 8, 9. Doing yeah, really well. Good. <clears throat> so, uh, that's something that, if since we have Disney+, Plus, I could check it out. Uh, I'm waiting until Wish drops on Disney+. Plus. Because once that drops, I will, I, 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 I wonder if he'll drop it in time for the new year. I don't know. We'll I doubt it, though, because I think it's still in the theater, isn't it? It definitely, definitely is. And I'm not paying money for it. I so. told you, I refuse. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard so many bad things about it, I don't need to don't need to see it by paying for it. Uh, but speaking of paying for it, Sony is signing... So speaking of paying for it, on Tuesday I'm going to see uh, Aquaman 2. Oh I don't God. know why. I don't know why, but I'm going to go see it. Next Tuesday? No, wait, wait. What day? Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. It's Tuesday now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said Tuesday. I yeah, was, actually, I, wasn't, I, 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 wasn't thinking. I, I have a movie in an hour I would probably at go, midnight. I would probably go see Aquaman too, but, like, who knows? I am off on that day, but I don't think I'll be back by then. Sony signs a deal with Marvel to make exclusive X-Men games until 2035. Insomniac, but there's a... This, is, this was this, leaked. This was leaked by a Somniac cybersecurity attack reveals. Yeah, so, like, they, they really got in there, and uh, so one leak slide detailed the X-Men license terms, which included a note on exclusivity, according to the document, between now and December 31st, 2035, Marvel cannot release or announce any X-Men games on console, PC, or streaming platforms, or use an X-Men character 
as a competitive advantage in a game. Uh, the document provides the example of playing as Wolverine in Ultimate Alliance exclusively on Xbox, which would not be allowed on the That's so terms. sad, but you know what? I mean, it kind of, it, it's, it's the exclusivity rights and stuff like that. They're going with the... You I mean, know what yeah, they can pu- like, push out with that? They can push out so so much content. Once the Wolverine game comes out, which that's what's in the, in this like article and stuff that they're that's fine. They around. can like uh, Xbox can keep uh, Activision Blizzard with their Modern Warfare Three bullshit. Though, and I'll, I'll play an X Men game on my PlayStation Five, <laughs> like uh, because like yikes, you know, like if we're if we're cutting lines, like that was a good choice for Marvel. Uh, because they've had such success with PlayStation exclusivity and using PlayStation Studios um, for their previous games. Mm. If you, i.e., Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man I mean, Two. I mean, Spider-Man Two sounded good, but I've seen people also complain about. Eh, I've seen people complain about everything. It just depends on what their preferences are. So, I mean, if they want to go that route, that's fine. I'll play whatever comes out on my on the consoles. If I decide to get one, I'll have to wait. Um, but yeah, them <laughs> shits haven't gone down in price. Yeah. So, But the Xbox did. I don't know if you saw that. Mm. It's on sale for $100 cheaper. Cool. Right now. $399. Cool. Crazy. It's the, it's the holidays. Um, yeah, well, it's guaranteed for the next few months, like yeah. which is just fucking nuts. Like, so... This, Wolverine is due out in 2026. We're going to be waiting on that one. And then, of course, the I first X-Men game is due out in 2030. So they're probably looking to make three games in this span is is what they're looking at. Um, so okay. that's going to be interesting to see what they do, cool with, do with it. Um, <clears throat> I I wonder how they come out. What do you mean? Um, I, I want to I see. No, no, his claws. Like, they... they they were showing some of the leaks still. Oh, no, this is from the trailer. They come out, like, they, they skin splits open and they come out. I, I was joking because of the bathroom scene with the... Don't, don't talk about <laughs> origins, bro. That's something that The spring-loaded, like... The spring-loaded claws was wild. Yeah, dude, that was fucking And nuts. then they, they, they click-clack, too. Yeah, but... <laughs> and then it cuts the fucking bathroom in half. Dude, that shit was crazy. So, okay, so another Sony thing that happened is Sony is really concerned about Microsoft's Xbox strategy following Activision Blizzard buyout. Um, they, yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I... I don't know. Honestly, I think the two the two tech giants are so big at this point that they're gonna either f- fizzle together in the future, or they're gonna buy each other out at some point. But even if they try to do that, that might be stopped as a monopoly. I don't know. It, honestly, I have no idea. Sony likes to acquire things, and Xbox is, likes to acquire things because of Sony. Um, so. I have no idea. They, it talks about... Uh, I don't want another fucking store. Microsoft is trying to build its own mobile app store, like how Apple has an app store and Google has their app store. Like, because I like my Google Play store. That's mm-hmm. fun. Like... Where are they building it on? On mobile. Oh. I so Lollipop care. and uh, iOS. I don't care. I mean, they did They did, They did. did buy out the people that... Uh, King. The people that make Candy Crush and stuff. They they were part of the Activision Blizzard buyout. Yeah, wasn't it like Zynga or something like that? I, f- I don't know, but King is the people that make that. I don't know if they own if they if Zynga. Yeah, I don't. Owns I, don't I, I thought Zynga for whatever reason. I don't. Owned I don't Crush. I could be think way wrong. so. Um, but I know King is a very big mobile game company. So, um, 
Yeah, so they're doing that. Of course, they're going to build into that. Um, Sony goes on to express concern about Call of Duty threat coming in 2027. I mean, I don't see it as a threat. I just... Call of Duty is just a... It's a franchise. It's a big one, but it's dying. I mean, it, you saw what happened with Modern Warfare 3. Dude, yeah, um, no, it's just not good. Yeah, like, so... so I, Sony's saying that they're taking hits, and I get that they put up a good fight about monopolizing, but, like, at the same time... They're monopolizing, it's too. It's just Call of Duty. Just, so, this is the whole thing. They're both calling out each other for the same, for, for basically the same stuff that is happening on either side. And at this point, I'm just watching them play out with each other. I You already have both consoles. You don't have to worry about it. I, I only have my own, but that's that being said, I'm fine with the games that I get because I don't need I don't technically I would like to, but that'll have to wait into the future once I feel more financially stable to spend five hundred dollars on a new console. You're telling me you're not even talking about new controllers or you know a skin for the outside yeah. of it or a charging station that was also like fucking fifty dollars mm. and like. I put money into my PlayStation. Like, I put money into the Xbox. All you see how many stuff. controllers I have? <laughs> I have four controllers. Four, four, five. Five controllers for the Xbox now. Uh, I have a white one, a blue one, a, the purple custom one, the Forza Horizon one, and the Starfield one. We're not, like, we're gonna ignore my red one. The red one does that, not that, exist. No, so, like, I got black, I got Starfield, and you I got, got Neon. Lime. Neon. Or Volt. Yeah, Volt Neon, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But since we're on Activision, in a sense, the QA workers have protested uh, uh, the new office mandate, calling it a soft layout. I don't know. What is the new so- office mandate? Apparently, the ABK... Oh, to come back. Like... ABK Workers Alliance published a statement opposing the recent return to office mandate that is impacting hundreds of Activision quality search Q. QA workers. Oh, okay. So it is. Yeah, dude. Like QA work does. You do not have to be in house to do QA. November thirtieth, Activision QA employees in Minneapolis, Austin, and else, uh, uh, Segundo, uh, I think that's how you say it. Received an email announcing that hybrid work will be ended in January, and employees will be expected fully to return to office with zero work from home days. Company will severance to affected employees. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, so. I know that's what I'm saying. Like the the inclusivity and like the the diversity of QA work, like for especially for people who are um, you know handicapped. You know what I mean? Like coming in to work five days a week is a lot of fucking work. You know what I mean? Like driving downtown, going to the office, uh, blah 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 blah. When you could just you know put on some clothes and do your work with a pot of coffee brewing right yeah. next to your desk you understand what i'm saying so activision's kind of scrambling i mean it makes complete sense why they're not they've been doing they've been scrambling for quite a while um a lot of these big company i think it's ever since the 2020 2021 when all the all the uh, the uh Accusations kept coming out for every single big company against a ton of different Blizzard. Like, Blizzard. Um, you had Activision. You had some from Microsoft. You had some from Sony. You had some from of the Embracer Group from some of 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 Sony's own acquisition people. Embracer that Group out. is not even a fucking. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a holding company. You know what I mean? Like that. That's but they, not they, even... they own a lot of subsidiaries of gaming. 
So, it's a holding company. Yeah. Like, it's like, you don't, they're not releasing anything under Embracer. Arkin Studios like, was another one. There was another one for, um, Blue, Blue Dot, no, I don't think that's the one. But there was another one. point? I don't think that's, that, I, 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 that came to my mind, but I don't think that's the right one. There was one of Sony's acquisitions that, that fell through because there was some, uh, Developers and stuff that had accusations against them, and I can't remember. We talked about so many of them in the I know. past, so it's just this is all piling up because of that. It's all piling up, and Activision's probably one of the worst ones because they are the builders of the Call of Duty, which is pretty much the um, gamer bro fandom, I guess is what I would call it. I don't know. Yeah. That's the best way I can explain it. But uh, we're still in Xbox as uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming has finally is finally available for MetaQuest headsets. The only reason that I put this on here is because now I finally have a reason to use my Quest too. That's funny. <laughs> like that's I know, actually, dude. That's actually a pretty interesting idea for them to do. Well, they now I have a VR headset that works with my Xbox subscription. You know what I mean? Like I just sign in. Like I'm gonna have to fucking load up I all these what goddamn games. Updates. Work with it though. I gotta, Whichever I, VR games that they offer, I, yeah. I wonder. So uh, it's Minecraft in, and VR. It's in beta. Yeah, you can play beta? Minecraft in VR. Yeah, dude. It, like, it makes you play. It makes you play Forza in, in VR. <laughs> oh Motion sickness would make you fucking vomit. No, I'm gonna play the bus driver game. Oh man! And just like, hit people. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But uh, that's that's, actually, a, that's cool. I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, I wanted to put that in there because. Uh, I thought that that was pretty cool, so now I actually have a reason. She doesn't use it often because one, it was her school. It was required the, for the school. The school made her buy it, and that's one of the worst things that happened. Like Dude. for them to make you buy, like, what is it at? It priced at eight hundred dollars, even more than that. Oh no 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 no, no, no. not that like, much. I, I got I got a MetaQuest too, like a, two or three years ago, you know, uh-huh. like probably about two and a half, two and oh, a half years okay. ago. Okay. So like. Uh, fucking $300 maybe <laughs> but still you know what I mean I've, I've used it a handful of times yeah, no. uh, if I got a power, if I got a PC if I upgraded my PC and actually got one oh, you, like don't upgraded, need, you don't need a PC well like upgrade I, I want to play PC games for VR and stuff like that that's like one of the big things I mean that's like, not what you do on a MetaQuest though like it, that's the, like the Facebook store you'd have to get a different kind I don't so want maybe, that like, I don't want that I don't want to make I had the Valve one. It was way overpriced. I paid I paid like eleven hundred for it. The Vive. Uh no. no. Uh, HTC. I don't no, know it was it was Valve's version. Well, I'm trying to think. It of was like Steam VR. Oh, like okay. literally, I think it was called like Steam VR. Right, I paid like eleven hundred, twelve hundred bucks for it. It was definitely not worth it. Yeah. Like it was really luxury there for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, but no. Speaking no. of luxury, uh, I will never be buying a, a gaming set that expensive ever the again. Mass Effect writer is living in luxury as he explains why he left Bioware after the making the Legendary Edition. Um, he said the Legendary Edition actually made him decide he wanted to leave. Uh, uh, he said it was just time. After 19 years, it just felt like this is the moment. There wasn't a significant triggering event or anything needed to discuss. Basically, what he had an opportunity to work with a small team again, which is which gets fucking lost in these giant like merger companies. Like at this point, I, how many times has Bioware been bought? You know what I mean? I like 
two, three times in his last 19 years that he's been there. I didn't even touch on the accusations against EA and some of their subsidiaries and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, he had a small, he had an opportunity to work with a small team again and a desire to work on something new, you know, like, and I get that, especially after being there for 19 years, only to like want to do new projects and then come back and do the same fucking project again, literally again. Yeah, I mean, I get it, and not uh, only that, but like, I felt like I felt like as a whole, this probably this the legendary edition probably was a statement to like him working at Bioware, all the stuff he did for them through Mass Effect and all that stuff. The the stuff. Yo, he legendary edition was fire. That's the one so that I played. Like he, I played all three back to back to back. You could say this was a magnum opus and like a, a it was ascending out, ascending out essentially for. A signing off, that's what I would say. A signing off for him on Bioware as a whole. He felt his time was done. Like, after this, he was like, I feel like I, I'm done. Also, I get it. You don't want to work on the same kind of concept over and over and over again. At least to me, I, I, would, I feel like there should be an ending point to whatever you're working on. And then you, like, leave it at that. And then you work on the next thing and, and build on that. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, if they, they felt like it. He was the lead writer of Mass Effect 2 and 3, working on Legendary Edition, um, giving closure for the series. It was successful as a project and sense of team as healthy. We got, we got along, and of course, it was critically and financially successful. Of course it was, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, Bioware right now is firmly locked up doing Mass Effect 5 and Dragon Age uh, Dreadwolf. Who knows where those and are going to be. when, yeah. Uh, I'm not expecting uh, Mass Effect 5 for another two years. Yeah, we'll see. I don't even know. Like, Maybe Bioware will come under fire at some point because of some weird thing. Or maybe somebody in Bioware, uh, maybe a developer. Kind of makes me want to go back and play Andromeda. Finish it, at least. Well, I mean, that that game has some bugs, but it's not as terrible as the day before. Which the developers did come under fire of the disastrous Steam flop the day before, which they insist it really is closing down. So, oh, oh my God! The developer of the day before has insisted it really is shutting down after skepticism emerged online. We talked about this last week, which we said we, yes. We, they yeah, were we touched, we down. touched about it last week, but like. It looked like they were gonna change their company name, do a switcheroo, and like try to keep doing stuff. They so like, IGN gave this a one out of ten. This is the lowest score they gave all year. Uh, the this, day before was once Steam's most wishlisted game, but uh, following its early access launch last week, it was met with backlash for failing to deliver a game that was even close to what was promised. It was unfinished as hell. Oh yeah. Like, maybe if they had another year or two. No, I'm going to say three years. I would go three. You think three? Yeah, so the whole team has been has been terminated. Uh, <laughs> it is very bad. Uh, its refunds are available to any customer who chooses. Uh, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's yeah, they, they officially Fantastic's said... Fantastic's previous survival action adventure, The Wild Eight was changed from fantastic to eight points on steam which is what sparked all the speculation ah, that fantastic was not shutting down but attempting to leave the tarnished name behind by changing its name to eight points no. yeah um, they just they probably got bought out 
at yeah. least in that game front and stuff like that. <sighs> yeah, yeah man. Like, well, this game did so bad. Oh, well, 1 out of 10, worst game of the year. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it makes me want to try it out and see how shit it is, but I can't. I want to see gameplay of it right Fantastic now. responded to an angry customer by saying shit happens in a tweet. You... He literally said shit happens. Dude is mad. He's just ma- he's mad he didn't deliver what he what he promised. Uh, Alright, delivering what is promised. Minecraft patches, of course. As Minecraft patch 1.20.60.23. Jesus, sounds like an IP. Uh, finally adds <laughs> it almost for- is. We're missing like one digit right Finally here. adds 4K on Xbox Series X and S. Damn. Uh, the test goes across all Bedrock Edition and Beta for Xbox, Windows, PC, Android, and iOS. Uh, and you got all the stuff that comes with it with it the, armadillo, the Armadillo, Wolf Armor. Fuck the mob some, vote. And the mob vote can just go eat ass. I want them to get rid of it and just add all three. Why don't you do that? Um, there's a bunch of like patch notes. So you get the Armadillo, you got the Scoots, Wolf eyes. Armor. You got new blocks. It rolls up when it feels threatened. A breeze. Uh, breeze wind and wind charge rendering have been tweaked. Commands, new commands. Uh, some bug fitches. Armadillos can also drop a scoot. Yeah. That can be a, used to craft wolf It's the armor. same thing with, like, turtles. They uh, drop turtle sh- scoots, but except these are armadillos, but that can be used to create wolf armor. Oh, their exo? What? Like their exoskeleton, their shell? Yeah, yeah. their shell. Ciao. Yeah, armadillos have exoskeletons. Did you know that? They're like bugs. Yeah, they're they're kind of like uh, isopods, but like mammals. <laughs> they, they what? They are I like guess. they're yeah. like mammal isopods. No, okay? I would call them the, the basketballs of the of the nature. Swans and savannas. Drop I'm calling that. I'm brushed. calling them oh. basketballs of nature. They drop. Not only do they drop them periodically, but they but when they're brushed. Oh, okay. Do armadillos have a bunch of hair? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, some of them are furry. So When an armadillo detects a threat, it rolls up. Threats are players who are sprinting. Players on a mount or in a vehicle. Undead mobs. It does not roll up if it's fleeing in the air, in the water, or if it's being led. I don't know, man. That's just... That's when it. an armadillo is rolled up, it cannot walk, cannot eat, and will not be tempted by food. Oh, so it's just... It's there. It's just like that. If it continues to detect no threats for three seconds, it will unroll. Cool. Interesting. I know, right? Like, I just I just like this, so... Yeah. That's interesting. Well, on our last one, our final one, um, I found this because I enjoyed the game Atomic Heart. I enjoyed the DLC that expanded on one of I'm the endings. And there's four endings in the game. Uh-huh. And there's four DLCs that will be expanding on each of the endings. And the next one is set to come out on February 26th. No, February 6th. It's called Trapped in Limbo. They released a trailer for it. It's based all around, um... The, the the more uh, the, the 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 dream sequence levels in the game and stuff like that's based entirely around that and it looks balls to the wall like a fever dream in, in a sense there is it is it, it is crazy what's that show that you made me watch on YouTube 
Which one? That was like a fever dream. Are you talking about Digital Circus? Yeah, that one. AKA, AKA, <laughs> AKA Digital Circus vibes. Uh, Limbo is a phantasmagorical claymation fairytale realm that looks like a 3D platformer where you leap across floating platforms covered in gingerbread houses and evil toys. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. It is a lot. There's some. Sometimes there's a there's duck hunt minigame. Sometimes there's a this, goose. Some yes. Yes. They did four. They did four separate endings. I've I hit two of them. Um, and then fan favorite sexy fridge yeah the sexy fridge was in, in the you last one you uses the sexy fridge the last DLC Annihilation Instincts the uh, hot mommy from Resident Evil she man. uses the sexy fridge I gotta give them crap uh, uh, crap? no not crap give them credit to the soundtrack one the soundtrack is fantastic and through the whole Atomic Heart series including the DLCs two the combat and also with like fighting the enemies one is very hard but two, it's also refreshing. Uh, they, oh my god, the bazoongas on these girls. That oh. ad is wild. <laughs> I have the same ad on my on my computer right now. Um, yeah, no, I look forward to playing it because I I liked Atomic Heart. I felt I felt like they could have added more with it, but of course the company, if I believe in 2018, had to do some layoffs, so they had to cut off some of the content. I guess they're trying to fill it up now and stuff, but. Whatever. With me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Oh my god. We're back in Emily <laughs> Walker right now. Dude, I told you it hasn't left my head, and it's not going to for the next couple of days. So I'm going to be singing that one, and I'm also going to be singing Scrub Scrub. Right. Like, yeah, you'll understand what I'm talking about when you watch it. Le- leaving scrub, our scrub. heads. We're leaving your heads right now from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Scrub us. Du- don't do that. I I rather not like scrub me, Poppy. Oh. <laughs> uh, something dirty. What's I, dirty about getting scrubbed? No, dude? like uh, something of a. I don't know where I was going with it. I I'm something of a scientist myself. I'm something of a dirty scientist myself. Scrub me, scrub me, Spider Man. Scrub me, Daddy. Alright, so the, the fact, Zach's fact for tonight is the Green Goblin just loves to be scrubbed by Spider-Man. And you can hear it throughout the whole Sam Raimi trilogy. There's consistent quotes by Willem Dafoe talking about how he wants to be scrubbed by Spider-Man. In the extended edition. Scrub me, Spider-Man. Scrub me hard, Spider-Man. Spider. Spider. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, create, he's create, such a freaky character. I want to create a villain now called the Scrubber, and it's all about a dude who just wants to scrub and be scrubbed by his 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 his, his, his hero hero counterpart. Dude, I want an episode of Eric Andre where they have fake Willem Dafoe on as a celebrity guest, uh, or they can get real Willem Dafoe. Real, that real would be Willem awesome. Dafoe. But like, I think it would be hilarious if they also had fake Willem Dafoe. You know what I mean? <laughs> Real well before. Dude, like dude, that, like yes. that time where he had uh, Adam, no, no, Andy Samberg play himself as well as him, as himself, and then also had Hannibal and another person play Hannibal, and and stuff like yes. that. Yeah, stuff. Blamble. Yeah, Blamble. All right, I think this is it. Thank you for listening, Blamble Campbell. I'm a Blamble. scandal. Um, Damn, I didn't know you knew Eminem. <sighs> I can't do that. I'm not doing the Chris and Nolan thing. Oh, my God. 
Okay, guys. Yeah, that, that, that looks to be it. Um, thank you guys again for sticking around. Uh, we'll be back next week for the final one of the year. Um, and, of course, we will have our New Year's special up uh, probably, hopefully on the 1st, you know, uh, hopefully on the 1st. We like we'll to record that on the, yeah, we, it depends on the night before, uh, the day before. The day before. But we don't shut down. You here. know what, we'll play the, I'll play the day before and I'll give you my experience. You're going to pay money for that. How much is it? It's like $70. Is it really? I, I guarantee you it's it's not even worth it's not worth it. It, it was supposed even, to be a triple A game. I wanna know how much it is. Uh price. What's the price? What's the price? What's the price? Uh no okay, so the game's price would be fifty dollars, if I believe. Maybe I can From st- where? Maybe I can get it Steam? It's you can't buy it on Steam anymore. Well, no, they, they removed it. Like, you can't buy it anymore. Uh, originally, what I looked at it, it was an early access game, but yes, it, it is... It was avail- no longer available. Alright, oh well. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you later. <laughs> it seems as if you have done it. Done what you ask? Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.